O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Tuesday, May 4th. Israel is at the center stage of world events. Israel is the apple of God's eye. It is from Jerusalem, the eternal capital of Israel, that Yeshua will one day rule and reign for 1,000 years. If you want to understand prophetic end-time events and what the God of Israel is doing in these last days, we must keep our eye on Israel. Sign up for Israel on Target. We give you the top news stories coming from Israel each week, along with scriptures to pray over Israel. Each week we also include an up periscope special feature article. Each article does a deep dive on topics you won't find in the mainstream media, including big tech censorship, the inside scoop on the coronavirus vaccines, and other hot topics. Stay informed and in the loop. To sign up for Israel on Target, up Periscope, go to dailyaudiotorah.com and sign up today. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Bahar, and it means, On the Mount. Leviticus 25, 41-50 Then he and his children with him shall be free of your authority. You shall go back to his family and return to his ancestral holding. For they are my servants whom I freed from the land of Egypt. They may not give themselves over into servitude. You shall not rule over him ruthlessly. You shall fear your God. Such male and female slaves as you may have, it is from the nations around about you that you may acquire male and female slaves. You may also buy them from among the children of aliens resident among you, or from their families that are among you, whom they begot in your land. These shall become your property. You may keep them as a possession for your children after you, for them to inherit as property for all time. Such you may treat as slaves. But as for your Israelite kinsmen, no one shall rule ruthlessly over the other. If a resident alien among you has prospered, and your kinsman, being in straits, comes under his authority, and gives himself over to the resident alien among you, or to an offshoot of an alien's family, He shall have the right of redemption, even after he has given himself over. One of his kinsmen shall redeem him, 
or his uncle or his uncle's son shall redeem him, or anyone of his family who is of his own flesh shall redeem him, or, if he prospers, he may redeem himself. He shall compute with the purchaser the total from the year he gave himself over to him until the jubilee year. The price of his sale shall be applied to the number of years, as though it were for a term as a hired laborer under the other's authority. Judges 19.1-20.48 In those days, when there was no king in Israel, a Levite residing at the other end of the hill country of Ephraim took to himself a concubine from Beit Lechem in Yehuda. Once his concubine deserted him, leaving him for her father's house in Beth Lechem in Yehuda, and she stayed there for a full four months. Then her husband set out with an attendant and a pair of donkeys, and went after her to woo her and to win her back. She admitted him into her father's house, and when the girl's father saw him, he received him warmly. His father-in-law, the girl's father, pressed him, and he stayed with him three days. They ate and drank and lodged there. Early in the morning, on the fourth day, he started to leave, but the girl's father said to his son-in-law, Eat something to give you strength, then you can leave. So the two of them sat down, and they feasted together. Then the girl's father said to the man, Won't you stay overnight and enjoy yourself? The man started to leave, but his father-in-law kept urging him until he turned back and spent the night there. Early in the morning of the fifth day, he was about to leave when the girl's father said, Come, have a bite. The two of them ate, dawdling until past noon. Then the man, his concubine, and his attendant started to leave. His father-in-law, the girl's father, said to him, Look, the day is waning toward evening. Do stop for the night. See, the day is declining. Spend the night here and enjoy yourself. You can start early tomorrow on your journey and head home. But the man refused to stay for the night. He set out and traveled as far as the vicinity of Jebus, that is, Jerusalem. He had with him a pair of laden donkeys, and his concubine was with him. Since they were close to Jebus, and the day was very far spent, the attendant said to his master, Let us turn aside to this town of the Jebusites and spend the night in it. But his master said to him, We will not turn aside to a town of aliens who are not of Israel, but will continue to Giva. Come, he said to his attendant, Let us approach one of those places and spend the night either in Giva or in Ramah. So they traveled on. And the sun set when they were near Giva of Benjamin. They turned off there and went in to spend the night in Giva. He went and sat down in the town square, but nobody took them indoors to spend the night. In the evening, an old man came along from his property outside the town. This man hailed from the hill country of Ephraim and resided at Giva, where the townspeople were Benjamites. He happened to see the wayfarer in the town square. Where, the old man inquired, are you going to and where do you come from? He replied, We are traveling from Bet Lechem in Yehuda to the other end of the hill country of Ephraim. That is where I live. I made a journey to Bet Lechem of Yehuda, and now I am on my way to the house of Hashem, and nobody has taken me indoors. We have both bruised straw and feed for our donkeys, and bread and wine for me and your handmaid, and for the attendant with your servants. We lack nothing. Rest easy, said the old man. Let me take care of all your needs. Do not on any account spend the night in the square. And he took him into his house. 
he mixed fodder for the donkeys. Then they bathed their feet and ate and drank. While they were enjoying themselves, the men of the town, a depraved lot, had gathered about the house and were pounding on the door. They called to the aged owner of the house, Bring out the man who has come into your house so that we can be intimate with him. The owner of the house went out and said to them, Please, my friends, do not commit such a wrong. This man has entered my house, so do not perpetrate this outrage. Look, here is my virgin daughter and his concubine. Let me bring them out to you. Have your pleasure with them. Do what you like with them, but don't do that outrageous thing to this man. But the man would not listen to him, so the man seized his concubine and pushed her out to them. They raped her and abused her all night long until the morning, and then they let her go when dawn broke. Toward morning the woman came back, and as it was growing light she collapsed at the entrance of the man's house where her husband was. When her husband arose in the morning, he opened the doors of the house and went out to continue his journey, and there was the woman, his concubine, lying at the entrance of the house with her hands on the threshold. Get up, he said to her, let us go. But there was no reply, so the man placed her on the donkey and set up for home. When he came home, he picked up a knife and took hold of his concubine and cut her up limb by limb into twelve parts. He sent them throughout the territory of Israel. And everyone who saw it cried out, Never has such a thing happened or been seen from the day the Israelites came out of the land of Egypt to this day. Put your mind to this. Take counsel and decide. Thereupon all the Israelites from Dan to Beersheba and from the land of Gilead marched forth and the community assembled to a man before Hashem at Mitzpah. All the leaders of the people and all the tribes of Israel presented themselves in the assembly of Yahweh's people, 400,000 fighting men on foot. The Benjamins, Benjamites heard that the Israelites had come up to Mizpah. The Israelites said, Tell us, how did this evil thing happen? And the Levite, the husband of the murdered woman, replied, My concubine and I came to Giva of Benjamin to spend the night. The citizens of Giva sent out to harm me. They gathered against me around the house in the night. They meant to kill me, and they ravished my concubine until she died. So I took hold of my concubine, and I cut her in pieces, and sent them through every part of Israel's territory. For an outrageous act of depravity has been committed in Israel. Now you are all Israelites. Produce a plan of action, here and now. Then all the people rose as one man, and declared, We will not go back to our homes, and we will not enter our houses, but this is what we will do to Giva. We will wage war against it according to Lot. We will take from all the tribes of Israel ten men to the hundred, a hundred to the thousand, and a thousand to the ten thousand, to supply provisions for the troops, to prepare for their going to Giva in Benjamin, for all the outrage it has committed in Israel. So all the men of Israel, united as one man, massed against the town. And the tribes of Israel sent men through the whole tribe of Benjamin, saying, What is this evil thing that has happened among you? Come, hand over those scoundrels and give us so that we may put them to death and stamp out the evil from Israel. But the Benjamites would not yield to the demand of their fellow Israelites. So the Benjamites gathered from their towns to Giva in order to take the field against the Israelites. 
On that day, the Benjamites mustered from the towns 26,000 fighting men, mustered apart from the inhabitants of Giva, 700 picked men. Of all this force, 700 picked men were left-handed. Every one of them could sling a stone at a hare and not miss. The men of Israel, other than Benjamin, mustered 400,000 fighting men, warriors to a man. They proceeded to Bet-El and inquired of Hashem. The Israelites asked, Who of us shall advance first to fight the Benjamites? And Yahweh replied, Yehuda first. So the Israelites arose in the morning and encamped against Giva. The men of Israel took the field against the Benjamites. The men of Israel drew up in battle order against them at Giva. But the Benjamites issued from Giva, and that day they struck down 22,000 men of Israel. Now the army, the men of Israel, rallied and again drew up in battle order at the same place as they had on the first day. For the Israelites had gone up and wept before Yahweh until evening. They had inquired of the Lord, Shall we again join battle with our kinsmen, the Benjamites? And the Lord had replied, March against them. The Israelites advanced against the Benjamites on the second day. But the Benjamites came out from Giva against them on the second day and struck down 18,000 more of the Israelites, all of them fighting men. Then all the Israelites, all the army, went up and came to Bet-El, and they sat there weeping before the Lord. They fasted that day until evening and presented burnt offerings and offerings of well-being to Hashem. The Israelites inquired of the Lord, for the Aron Brit Hashem was there in those days. And Pinchas, son of Eleazar, son of Aaron the Kohen, ministered before him in those days. Shall we again take the field against our kinsmen, the Benjamites, or shall we not? Hashem answered, Go up, for tomorrow I will deliver them into your hands. Israel put men in ambush against Giva on all sides. And on the third day the Israelites went up against the Benjamites, as before, and engaged them in the battle at Giva. The Benjamites dashed out to meet the army and were drawn away from the town onto the roads, of which one runs to Bet-El and the other to Giva. As before, they started out by striking some of the men dead in the open field, about thirty men of Israel. The Benjamites thought they are being routed before us as previously. But the Israelites had planned, We will take to flight and draw them away from the town to the roads. And while the main body of the Israelites had moved away from their positions and had drawn up in battle order at Baal Tamar, the Israelite ambush was rushing out from its position at Mara Giba. Thus, 10,000 picked men of all Israel came to a point south of Giba, and the battle was furious. Before they realized that disaster was approaching, the Lord routed the Benjamites before Israel. That day the Israelites slew 25,100 men of Benjamin, all of them fighting men. Then the Benjamites realized that they were routed. Now the Israelites had yielded ground to the Benjamites, for they relied on the ambush which they had laid against Giva. One ambush quickly deployed against Giva, and the other ambush advanced and put the whole town to the sword. A time had been agreed upon by the Israelite men with those in ambush, when a huge column of smoke was sent up from the town. The Israelite men were to turn about in battle. Benjamin had begun by striking dead about thirty Israelite men, and they thought, They are being routed before us, as in the previous fighting. But 
When the column, the pillar of smoke, began to rise from the city, the Benjamites looked behind them, and there was the whole town going up in smoke to the sky. And now the Israelites turned about, and the men of Benjamin were thrown into panic, for they realized that disaster had overtaken them. They retreated before the men of Israel along the road to the wilderness, where the fighting caught up with them. Meanwhile, those from the towns were massacring them in it. They encircled the Benjamites, pursued them, and trod them down from Menuhah to a point opposite Giva on the east. That day, 18,000 men of Benjamin fell, all of them brave men. They turned and fled to the wilderness to the rock of Ramon. But the Israelites picked off another 5,000 on the roads, and continuing in hot pursuit of them up to Gidom, they slew 2,000 more. Thus the total number of Benjamites who fell that day came to 25,000 fighting men, all of them brave. But 600 men turned and fled to the wilderness to the Rock of Ramon. They remained at the Rock of Ramon for four months. The men of Israel, meanwhile, turned back to the rest of the Benjamites and put them to the sword, towns, people, cattle, everything that remained. Finally, they set fire to all the towns that were left. John 3, 22-4-3 After these things came Yeshua and his disciples into the land of Judea, and there he tarried with them and baptized. And John also was baptizing in Anan, near to Salem, because there was much water there, and they came and were baptized. For John was not yet cast into prison. Then there arose a question between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purifying. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he that was with you beyond Jordan, to whom you bear witness, behold, the same baptizes, and all men come to him. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. You yourselves bear witness that I said I am not the Christ, but that I am sent before him. He that has the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom, which stands and hears him, rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This is my joy, therefore, is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. He that comes from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly, and speaks of the earth. He that comes from heaven is above all. And what he has seen and heard, that he testifies, and no man receives his testimony. He that has received his testimony has set to his seal that God is true. For he whom God has sent speaks the words of God. For God gives not the Spirit by measure unto him. The Father loves the Son, and has given all things into his hand. He that believes on the Son has everlasting life, and he that believes not the Son shall not see life but the wrath of God abides on him. When therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Yeshua made and baptized more disciples than John, though Yeshua himself baptized not but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee. Psalm 104, 24-35 O Lord, how manifold are your works! In wisdom have you made them all, the earth is full of your riches. So is this great and wide sea, wherein are things creeping and numerable, both small and great beasts. There go the ships, there is that Leviathan whom you have made to play therein. 
These wait all upon you, that you may give them their meat in due season, that you give them they gather. You open your hand, and they are filled with good. You hide your face, they are troubled. You take away their breath, they die and return to their dust. You send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. The glory of the Lord shall endure forever. The Lord shall rejoice in his works. He looks on the earth, and it trembles. He touches the hills, and they smoke. I will sing unto the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. My meditation of him shall be sweet. I will be glad in the Lord. Let the sinners be consumed out of the earth, and let the wicked be no more. Blessed thou the Lord, O my soul. Praise ye the Lord. Proverbs 14, 22-24 Do they not err that devise evil? But mercy and truth shall be to them that devise good. In all labor there is profit, but the talk of the lips tends only to penury. The crown of the wise is their riches, but the foolishness of fools is folly. Please enjoy this beautiful worship song, Emmanuel, by Joshua Aaron. God, peace on earth, goodwill to all men, here with the angels we sing. And as He reigns from above, may He reign in our hearts, our sovereign Lord and King.
from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you 